say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right. How's it going, everyone? FTO Nerd Talk. This is D. This is Shaza. We are here, I think it's Friday, December 20th. We're talking mm-hmm. about the, a lot of nerd stuff today. I'm not sure yeah. how much. Well, I guess like, we got to talk about like the elephant in the room, which is, I I know I shouldn't be happy about this, but uh, Trump is impeached. I'm very happy about this. I'm, I'm happy about it because whatever the ending is, it's going to be a black stain. His reputation, but also that, I'm hesitant about I'm it. Happy about. Yeah, yeah. So I'm also I hesitant know. about it, but we'll get more deep detailed about why. So we yeah, I guess we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about yeah. it a little bit later on. Just, 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 just so you all know, I'm happy about this. Oh yeah, I'm happy about it. Absolutely, because no matter what the outcome is, yeah, he's gonna yeah. hate that. He's um, he's really shitting the bed right now. I don't know if you. Seen this Twitter feed or whatever, but oh my god, it's insane. You just blow that up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, someone mentioned a word to me called uh, sundowning. Never heard that word before in my entire life. Um, uh, yeah, it relates to dementia. And right. All- someone said like, like he, it seems like he's going through that. Mm-hmm. And if you notice his scale, his um, I guess we're talking about it now, but his um, <laughs> schedule has been adjusted quite a bit to accompany him not doing any big meetings later, later in the evening. Um, people with dementia and stuff tend to sundown later in the afternoon after one, two o'clock. And they, if you look on his schedule, oftentimes they'll leave that as presidential private time on his itinerary. Is that why so, it's called sundowning? Because they can't be out when the, when it's, the sun's it's, Well, it's, they, I don't know the exact mechanics of it. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert, but um, I've dealt with people in my family who've had to deal with it, and they tell you it generally happens later in the evening. It could have to do with fatigue. It could have to do with the mylar shifts in their, you know, and the, the neurons in their brain and them kind of being spent at that point in the day. It's just... I, I don't really know enough about it to give you, you know, educatedly what it is, but it does tie to time of day. Um, and so what people have noticed for months now that they've been arranging his schedule. He's basically working a part-time job, if you think about it. 
Right. Because, uh, like, all he's doing is, is mostly just uh, campaigning himself the entire time. Campaigning himself and golfing. And it's not even a traditional campaign. It's more like a pep rally. Because in a campa- campaign, you go to areas where you know you're not popular. You go to cities where you know you're not popular because you're trying to convince people to vote for you. He just preaches to the choir. He preaches right. to the choir. The people who Which already love him. Like, like Maris Poll says he's at 91%, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, because they're polling his people. You know, so, yeah. 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 So, there you go. Or, um, yeah, sure, yeah, there you go. But he's um, absolutely losing his mind about it, so, but yeah. We, we can talk more about it later. Uh, I'll let you start where you're going to do the TV? Uh, TV, TV shows, yes. Um, right. There are a few things out. This is a little bit of a thin week, but there's a, a few little gems out there. Of course, it's already been released, but um, people are already raving about it. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. I'm hoping to get to watch it on Saturday. Um, the Witcher. Have you seen it yet? Oh, no. Uh, I will be watching this, though. Usually, I'm not sure. I talked about this before. I don't like watching stuff right away when it comes out because uh, just, the hype kind of kills it. Yeah, I like to wait but, about a week into it. You know, this, this, this I'm excited for. This I'm really, yes. I'm really wholeheartedly excited for this. So, Absolutely yeah, excited I'm, for The Witcher. And, oh, um, yeah. yeah. It's here um, the ball. Like, I've been, I've been into him since uh, Mount. The uh, Count of Monte Cristo. So yeah, yeah, I'm all over this guy. Yeah, and like I said, he's amazing, and um, have he does have some problematic aspects to him, but he'll be okay. Yeah, um, he, but he he, he kind of tried to rectify it though. So I'll yeah, and that. he did like I said, he did try to walk it back. He did try to explain that he was a bit inelegant in what he said, rather than being you know me like just actually have a saying it was malice. So I'm not gonna give him a break, but I see he's trying to walk it back. And if you learn and grow from your mistakes, I'm all about that. So. We're talking about like the, the thing you said about dating women, right? Yeah, dating women. You know, right. uh, being an elegant in the way you say something that's problematic, that's one thing different. But he doesn't seem to have a history of problematic behavior himself. So, like uh, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not giving him a pass, but I'm still side-eyeing him a little bit. But as long as he walks the walk as far as changing things up, I'll, you know, he'll be okay. And he's a rabid fan of The Witcher himself. Yeah, so I think and Superman, oddly. Yeah, and so he will want to make sure that this is done correctly. Um, he'll he'll um, give it its proper due. So that's why I'm a bit excited about it. So um, yeah, that's out now, and everybody's talking about it. And it's from everything that I'm hearing so far is really good. But you know, you always get the hype about things. So you have to wait. That's, through that's the elephant right there, man. Yeah, you have to weigh that for yourself, but. Uh, in this case, I can't wait that long period of time for it to come. I'm going to go ahead and watch it. And I've got a few hours on Saturday. I'm watching The Witcher, okay? I'm not even going to pretend. So, pretend. and that's out on Netflix, obviously. Um, and Lost in Space Season 2 is out on Netflix. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. December 24th, that stars... Molly Parker and Toby Stevens as the Robinsons, and I love this edition because Parker Posey plays Doctor Smith, so we get a female Doctor Smith. She's so good, and she's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. So I'm really excited about that. Not just because she's a female, but she's a wonderful actor. So, um, uh, uh, Paul, tell me for a second. She's the reason why I started watching this. Like, kept watching this show because the other characters. No offense to them, they're kind of flat. They're kind of flat. Toby Stevens' character is getting a bit better. And it's funny because there must be written fat, flat because Toby Stevens is actually a really good actor. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in the Black Sales, right? 
Yeah, Black Sails. Um, he did a version of Jane Eyre, and right. just absolutely amazing. And um, his mother is um, Dame Maggie Smith. So, oh, wow. He, yeah, so he comes so he, from Maggie. Yeah, he's amazing. He has the chops. So um, I was very surprised that this doesn't pull the best of him out. But towards the end of the season, that got a bit better with him. The mother I'm not, is, I'm not, the mother I'm not nearly as impressed with. But anybody who's watching it, they ended on a really amazing cliffhanger. They're kind of out there. And if you're into space films, they're kind of like, think, um, what was the one with Captain Janeway? <laughs> the one where they were caught They were caught out space Star Trek with Captain Janeway. The one where Georgia? they were caught out. Voyager. It was kind of a Voyager situation. They're much farther away from home than they planned, and they're separated from all the rest of the the survivors. So they're gonna they're well, starting. You know, you can do the original Lost in Space. Yeah. Or, okay, we can say that. But a lot of people. Okay, you're saying that with okay the wisdom of age. How many people yeah. might be listening who never uh, saw the point? Because we could say Swiss Family Robinson because it was all well, based yeah, on that's that. what it's based off of. Yeah, that's what it's based on. So I'm just you know giving enough to tell to tease people who may never have read the original. So, I you know. I can't like you gave me a Trump, you Trump thing. You Trump card. I, I, well, I didn't mean to Trump card. I, we have to find another name for that. Like, he has ruined, <laughs> I used to say that word all the time. He ruined a lot of things. Ruined <laughs> up me. And I can't even, yeah, I can't. This is just, yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> we talked about Witcher, we talked about, um, yeah, and also Netflix has a show coming out I'm not overly religious, but I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not religious at all, but, I, you know, I, I'm kind of into this, The Two Popes that's coming out on Netflix, only because I'm interested in seeing Anthony Hopkins play Pope Benedict and Jonathan Price, they're two of my favorite actors, play I've, Cardinal. I've heard of this in passing, yeah. Yeah, he's playing Cardinal Jorge Mario Bergalario, probably butchered that last name, because I think I wrote it wrong, who is the current Pope Francis, and... Yeah, I'm not going to beat myself up because, yeah, I'm problematic with that guy anyways. But um, it talks about them and kind of the transition between the two and how they're very, very different on the surface anyways. They appear to be very, very different. And I just think it's going to be two great actors in this role. That's more my interest in seeing it because I love... I, I, I love um, Anthony Hopkins and I love Jonathan Price. They're two of my favorite actors. And I'm gonna so talk about to I'm gonna talk about Anthony Hopkins' age right now. I know like he's uh he's getting like your he's eighties, I believe, and he's, he's still like nine hundred and fifty. I don't know. He's old, yeah. But he's up there. I don't think he's gonna stop acting. I think he can uh, he's oh, gonna no. like die doing the film. I think one of the one I think he's one of those ones who's like John Hurt was sick and dying of cancer and he's like, I'm not giving this up. This is my life. You know, and right. there's certain people who if 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 you saw them stop acting, they would probably Christopher Lee acted up literally up until he died. Um he was like ninety three. And he, so, like, he had two movies going on at one time, I he believe. Had two yeah. movies going on at one time. He was like right up until the end. But if you ever know his life, he was a just an amazing rabbit badass, anyways. So these are a death metal music video. That was super and cool. Exactly. And there's some he was a spy at one point. I mean, he's man's brilliant. Jeez. World War II veteran. Yeah, he's amazing. So there's some people who I don't I couldn't see them retiring and sitting on their porch, you know, with a cup of tea. And Anthony Hopkins is one of those people. I can't. Yeah. You know. imagine that he'll just recreate himself and recreate himself. He even talked about that recently. He did King Lear for um, for Amazon. It was a very good adaptation of King Lear. And he said, "I'm finally at an age where I can please, like I'm getting to play Shakespeare throughout 
my entire life. And I feel that's a blessing. He's like, I played younger, you know, roles like Hamlet and the younger guys. And like, now I'm playing the elder statesman and I want to live long enough to be able to play all the old roles. Cause I don't see myself ending. So, you know, I can imagine that. I, I can imagine that's, him. That's he's, so cool. That, like he gets to do that. Like, and he calls cool. that out. Yeah. He's very cool. And he's like, I already spoken that in the university. Hey, that's what I want. And he seems to be doing it. You know what I mean? Unless they're hiding something. He seems to be in pretty good shape for his age. He's doing well, you know? Yeah. So I can't help but to think about the, I can't help but think about like Patrick Stewart and think about um, in, in Ian McKellen. McKellen. Yes. And all, like all the other, like, you know, older, older mm-hmm. actors. I think about Sidney Poitier. I put him inside that box also. And uh, mm-hmm. like, it would have been Eartha Kitt if she was still around. But I always put like those actors inside like the same box when I think about older actors because they have been doing that for so long. And like their for method years. of acting is so different than what most actors have nowadays. It just yes, and even their so work he, ethic, yeah. It's that it's like the different work ethic. So it's it's very interesting here when we say like you know I want to play these actors of like of like the parents or like the older characters and like yeah. in contrast to like the younger character that I played previously. It's just it's, mm-hmm. it's cool hearing that because I don't hear that very often with most. You actors don't hear that very often, and you know I'm a fan of Tom Hiddleston. We all know that and it's not a right. fangirl fandom. I think I, I'm. A, genuinely appreciate his craft he talks about that all the time he started out his yeah his one of his first Shakespeare roles was playing um Cassio in Othello which is the younger kind of naive friend in Othello and then he moved on and he played um Coriolanus and he played Henry V very famously and very well um and he says he's like okay and some of those he played Hamlet um, he's like, okay, and I'm th- some of those characters I'm aging out of that now, and now I want to, there. These are other things, and he lists off the ones he wants to play. He's like, probably next for me because he's 39. It'll be 40. No, it'll be 39 his next birthday. He's like, um, I'm I'm about ready to start looking towards Caesar, and I'm about ready to, to look towards you know Anthony and these other roles that he wants to play. And he's mm-hmm. thinking about his because he's a huge Shakespeare nut, and he's thinking about you know as he ages playing all of these roles. And there are you're right, you don't see a lot of of actors out there who are thinking in terms of long-term longevity with no. their legacy. I think that's amazing when you hear like, that. And I just want to say this, like that's uh, the, the goal will stop. I don't know, like we're taking up the time of like the, the stuff that's coming out, but uh, yeah, that's- I, I want to try to do something with nerdum, which is slow it down. Cause I think we're mm-hmm. all like living in the now right now. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't spend a lot of time. We don't spend a lot of time. Like, I wouldn't say not reliving the past because we are, as I call it, living in a nostalgia age. But we mm-hmm. don't, uh, we don't like appreciate the past as much as we should, and we don't, and don't like appreciate the-, the path that we took to get to where we are now, as far as the nerdum is concerned. The contrast to it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we we also like we we can't appreciate what we don't like humor futurism when it comes to, like the stuff that we have and what we're going through right now because we're so busy oh, yeah. living in the now, especially it's as Americans. And now, exactly. And you, you, I think you're absolutely right. Because me, my jam when it comes to fiction and things is futurism, speculative science fiction, things like that. I like to look at what is possible with our society, with our knowledge, with what we have now. How can we build upon the society that we have? What can you imagine? Think. I always say that Octavia Butler is one of my favorites. What? And it's not necessarily technology. It's not necessarily anything that grandiose, but that evolution of human beings what are we going to be 100 years from now 200 years from now how are we going to expand as a species and that's 
something that I think about on quite a regular basis. But yeah, you're right. We have to look at the past. We have to see how we were shaped, how we got to this point. And, and that's always nice. Mm-hmm. That's always nice like when, when actors or anyone else mentions something like that in like a sentimental type way, like Hiddleston, mm-hmm. like you're saying Hiddleston does. That's, that's nice. I, I like your... Yeah. Yeah, and I um and, and you can tell when someone talks and they really love the craft. And it's not about I want to be famous. It's about if I'm just a journeyman actor and I, nobody ever says my name, but this is what I want to do, and I'm just gonna do it the rest of my life because I kind of see that you gotta respect that. You gotta I respect that. Outside of Hilton, like you said before, I think Lin Manuel is probably the next person who actually oh, yeah. cherishes oh, his yeah. career like that. Absolutely, absolutely, and he gears it towards that, and he even talks about, you right. know, I want a son, I want to do things. Now I'm at the age I'm a father. I want to do things that my sons can watch. My as a little kid, they might not get Hamilton, but as a little kid or in the Heights, but as a little kid, they can see him in uh, Mary Poppins and get right. that. See him another. So he's thinking about his legacy. He's thinking about what his kids are going to see him do. And um, I think that's that's pretty awesome. That's really that's, awesome. I think that I think that could be like one of the possible futures for nerdum. Yeah, yeah, because we are all going to age and change and grow, and the fandom and the nerdum has to grow along with us. It can't constantly leave older people behind. Those of us or those people even older than us who were the foundation of it can't be left behind. So that every new thing that comes along, it's about the next generation. The millennials are going to be are going to fall behind soon as well. And then there'll be another generation behind them. What do they call them? Generation Z? So I, I we got, have to... I got some unsettling news for you. I am a millennial, technically. So. I am too. <laughs> I am too, technically. I'm right at the cutoff. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm an, what do they call Elder millennial? Which makes me feel... <laughs> young at the same time, I, quite don't, I don't quite get it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just right at the cutoff by one month. So I feel, yeah. I feel like the the X's are. Uh, I know, like we're getting very off topic right now, but I feel like the X's are, are they're like like kind of like the godparents of nerdum, and like yeah. and we're like somewhere like it being like the, the harbors of yeah. nerdum right now. Yeah. yeah, but and but as far as the generation of millennials, it's so funny to me. I think we are one of the generations that is such a wide gap between the start and the end. Like, as far as, I mean, we're a lot alike, but we, there's, there's just, if we look at some of the very youngest and that are considered millennials, our life experience is still vastly different from theirs because things have just grown at such a. From ABC yeah, TV to, show to breakfast cereal to uh, going exactly. to school and having certain things that we had. Yeah, I get what you're from saying. that experience of waking up on Saturday morning and watching cartoons while you eat cereal right. in front of the telly, that's something that they, that's, everything is geared differently. Now, it's like, you it's, know. Like, it's like a divide of millennials because you got some millennials who also had cell phone technology that we didn't have in our day. Yeah, well, I had a cell phone in middle school, but you know, yeah. Well, like I'm so, pretty sure that cell phone was wasn't as as. Oh high. no, it was. It, I tell people all the time. I, I always joke about that. It it was um, one of the ones you know, the gray one, not the brick one, but the next one down, like the kind of brick one where you just flipped out the bottom. And you had to pull up the little antenna, and this had a little, <laughs> just had the little narrow window in it, and it was like orange writing or whatever. You couldn't; there was no texting, and calls were like a dollar or two dollars a minute, incoming and outgoing. And so I had a pager for all you young people. That was a little box that I kept on my hip or in my pocket, so that people could call it and it would show their number, and I knew that I could call them back. And if they were important. They got a phone call off the cell phone, but it was quickly. And if they weren't important, 
I had to find a pay phone. That's a public phone where I had to put money in. Do you, do you hear yourself phone. explaining this right now? I hear myself explaining that. The reason I have my <laughs> listen, listen, I have a cousin who is 15, and we just had this conversation two days ago, and she made me feel incredibly old. So, wait, like, so, like, like what you just phone. said is, wait, you yeah. had two boxes, like, to, yeah. to call and contact people? Like, you had a box that people contact you their phone number, and you had another box where you called them on it. That's what you told me right now. Yeah. Yeah, because if you, they called you on your phone number, if it was someone you didn't want to answer, you still had to pay that two dollars. Oh no, so I get it. Saying, that, yeah. That's how it sounds that you explained. I know, I know. Exactly I know. You're making me sound even older. You're not that much younger than me. Quite. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but but the, I I've got so I've, I've never heard anyone explain it before. But that's exactly what we did. That's exactly what? what we had to do. It was an ordeal. So y'all are like, oh, I'm, I sent three thousand texts a day. Three thousand texts at twenty five cents a text would have cost. I would have had to get three jobs to pay for it. That would have been bad for us. Yeah. You oh yeah. Money. So lucky, lucky. Uh, so, I guess we should get, probably get back on track. We kind of got off. We had to walk the rails, up both ways in the snow to go buy our phones. So barefoot. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're back on track now. Is uh, it my turn or are you still going? I'm done with the tele- television shows. But oh, okay. You, so, and then I have comic books, but you do your jam first. Uh, movies. Movies. I, I don't know why I got so excited about that, but I'll do movies. Okay. <laughs> uh, coming out on December 20th, I think that's today. It is today. You know, everyone's been waiting for this. Everyone's been pumping themselves up for it because, you know, it's the it's the, the ninth movie. The new Paddington movie? Yeah. Oh, Paddington no, sorry. Exactly. Just... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the Rise of Skywalker. I thought it was the last yes. Skywalker. It's Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I, don't, I don't care at all for this film. It's not because it's Disney. It's just... Uh, I didn't ask for a new Star Wars movie, and I didn't go. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't know how you feel about it, but I didn't ask for a new Star Wars film. I didn't need a new Star Wars I'm not sure who asked for this one. I'm sorry. I know some people did, but I don't. Yeah. I'm did not excited about the film. I'll see it when... Did you hear the people standing out in line to see this moment, to see this film? I don't see that. Like, I don't see that kind of excitement about this one. Oh, no. For- I, I, I said an article about it. There's a... There's a yeah, no. I said, oh, no. I said, I understand what you're saying, but I just... No. Like, why? I, I can't understand. You can yeah. free tickets now. Who cares about that? Yeah, I'm just not even that excited about this one at all. Like, I'll see it eventually because, again, I'm a completist, but I don't... I don't, watch any of them. I don't, I don't okay, know what Paul Dameron is. I don't know who... 
uh, John Bodega's character. I don't know, like, if he's like, was he a stormtrooper? Was he not a stormtrooper? I have no idea what's going on in that, mm-hmm. in that whole universe. He's a stormtrooper. Got a brain, decided that he didn't want to be one. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm not invested in this. I'm not invested in this. Yeah. So, I'll see it when it comes to um, um, Disney. On Disney Plus? Not, there you go. Yeah, I'm not going to see this in the film. No, no. <laughs> no. There's no way. Uh, all right, next one is comes out the same day. I don't know why. I don't know why they decided to have this movie come out on this very same day. This is my last movie, by the way. I don't know. It's uh, it's cats. <sighs> yeah, uh-huh. it's uh, it's cats. It has uh, Amy Cullen, Idris Elba, uh, not even James Corbin. We want to see Jim this. Ronson, so. Judy Dench. Yeah, big cast. Star studded, star studded cast, and. Mm-hmm. I will, I will never watch this movie. I love Idris Elba so much. I, I but, love uh, about half those people, but um, there's something unnerving about you. Just the design of the movie is unnerving to me. Well, I'll tell you this. I don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber. I think everything he does is not very good, so there you go. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy. He's a bit cornball. It is! It is! It's, even for, like, for, for musical theater, it is very cheesy. It's overwrought and overly emotional, and it's trying to pull your heartstrings, and it's Tony Bate. Um, it's super invasive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never been a Cats fan. I actually saw it on, not on Broadway, off-Broadway. I was a kid. I didn't have a choice. And I was disturbed my, my... by the big human cats. It freaked me out. <laughs> it really did. And then when they showed the trailer... When they showed the trailer a while back, I was like, oh, geez, no. Um, Family of the Opera didn't bother me because I, I, I did a performance of that once. And so I got to see it from the inside. Da, da. But that, yeah, that's corny too. I'm like, that, that's the one that made me not like Andrew Lord Weber. Was that's, that's corny and problematic in today's world, like completely. But yeah. 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 I was talking yeah, about some problematic like, history about the. Uh, baby's cold outside. Mm. Oh my hey, god! Yeah. I can't John, listen to that song anymore. I just can't. Yeah, yeah. No, John, um, Kelly Clarkson, and John Legend just did a remake. I haven't heard it yet. Um, yeah, they so changed some words around. Yeah, they they an updated remake that to make it less rapey. <laughs> um, yeah. Shouldn't laugh at that, but yeah. 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 Hopefully that works out for them. I'm. They I haven't cr- heard it. Fingers crossed, because the original song was just a bit traumatizing for me. I'm like, she, okay, she, she said no. Like, Dude, she, she said no. Like, no. I would have said no, like, twice, and then you would have gone home with an ice pack on your crotch. I told you no. Bro, I want you. No. Like, that's, that's the lyrics in the song. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you no. And, like, he said, yeah. like, baby, like, dude. Yeah. And she uh, could tell she was uncomfortable. comfortable. It's like, oh, it's so romantic. No, it's not. No, it's she not, dude. No. No, Get over it. And I know you're all nostalgic, but guess what? The past was problematic, and we need to address it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But, yeah. All right. I'll so let you do my... your comics, right? Okay, yes. Comic books. We had a few interesting ones this week that came out. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> all right. So, first of all, I'm just going to – I talked about it last week um, because I've been reading the series, and it was my – Oh, my yeah. It's, yes. Batman Last Night on Earth, the third one came out. Um, spoil it for people. You don't like who no, it is. because I haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to read it yet. So oh, I'm not I'll, tell, it. Tell you, I'll tell you who it is. 
You can spoil it. I don't care. I'm, gonna read it. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't care. Don't spoil it for me. But yeah, it's bananas. The series is bananas. It's awesome. I said that on the last episode. So if you didn't hear the last episode, what are you doing that you haven't listened to the last episode? Go back. Yeah, come on. You need to pay it. attention. Go back. Follow and along, guys. And then go on Apple and leave us a, a review, a five star review, because you know we're awesome. Come on, you like us. You love us. You wouldn't be coming back. Leave us a five star review. But anyways, so Batman Last Night on Earth. The series has been great up until now. I'm salivating. I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to be doing this evening. So, yeah. How many um, issues is this run? Do you know? Is this, this is the third, third and final issue. Third run. Right. That's it. Um, I think you said that. I think you said like it was a, yes, a, a I, trilogy. I did yeah. say that. Joker the Killing Smile, number two. I hadn't oh, been reading right. it. That's had right. That's right. That just came out, too. Had not been reading the series, but I got, got picked up one and two at the same time. Dude. That's all I can say. That was like, I had, listen, my allergies are acting really badly. I can't hit any high notes today. That was a <laughs> choir of angels singing, okay? That was a choir of angels singing heavenly tunes. I am on board. This is just great. Okay? I gotta ask. I gotta ask when you say your next one. Like, uh, did you pick up Doomsday Clock yet? Yes, but I haven't read. Okay. So what are you going to say yes. about the, the Killing Smile? Sorry. The Killing Smile is amazing. It Yes, it's violent, but, you know, it's a Joker. It's a Joker. Um, and this is actually about a guy um, named Ben Arnell who is trying to get to the bottom of the Joker's insanity to find the out why Joker. the Joker... Yeah, to find out hey. why the Joker is so... Insane, I guess you'd say. Um, this is that shit they were talking about. The, uh, DC said they're gonna they're gonna introduce three Jokers. They got yeah. Jack Napier, this Ben Arnell, and Arthur Flick. This is the yeah. three Jokers. They were, this, is, this is the third. Yeah. So they, they didn't this is so good. And you got time, dude. You got time to read this. It's thirty-two pages. Come on. I'll you check it out. On- I'll check out. I'll check out the comic. You can like, uh, it, it, it won't end. It won't end true with uh, with my with my rebirth reading because you know it's not, it's go. all like it's all all tied. There you go. So it's awesome. It is seriously, and I'm not just saying that. It has a 95 percent rating on which website was this one? I'm sorry. Uh, I wrote it down, but I only printed out one page. But I think Where it was comic.com. Yeah, I get them from several different sites. Hold on. Well, I'm on, I'm on League of Comics, League of Comic Geeks, and it's, uh, it's 94% yeah, League of Comic Geeks. Um, said 95 when I did the research. I guess it dropped by half a percent because someone's an idiot. It's amazing. It's just amazing. It's <laughs> it absolutely one of the highest rated comics on here. It is, hype, it is hyper violent. All of any comics that I picked out today, I didn't pick anything that was less than 85% rated. So, yeah. And. Is that um, how you usually this, buy your comics? No. No, no, no. It just happened to be the ones that I picked up were all 85 or higher. Are so, you saying you got good taste when it comes to comics? I'm saying I am the best when it comes to comics. <laughs> comes to Bravo. And Bravo. I'm, and I'm modest. I'm so super modest about it. You know? Super modest. Absolutely. Why be fakely modest? Because then that's just a liar. <laughs> like, seriously, if you know you're good at something and you know you have good taste, just, just stand yourself. Stand yourself. I stand myself. That's all I'm saying. You need a, need a studio audience to follow you around, Shava. There you go. Listen, I've been telling people for years I need a, a theme song. <laughs> yes, when I was in high school, 
okay, I'm age, I'm aging myself with this one, especially. I probably should. <laughs> when I was in high school, I was running for office and I won um, class president in my, I'm not going to tell you what year because that'll age me, but um, it wasn't my senior year. So I was running for, I ended up winning. Friends of mine who were in the band to follow me around whenever I was getting ready to do a speech or doing any kind of official thing and play the hot stepper. Do you remember that song? Becomes the hot. Yeah, it was a weird um, fake reggae song, but it was very popular at the time and it was very, very cool. I thought it was very, very cool and I thought I needed a theme song. So I convinced like four of my friends who played brass instruments to follow behind me playing it every time we, I would go into one of the speeches or an event because you know I'm, I feel like, I'm I feel like, like that. Like it'd be uh, Mr. Boombasic. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good Shaggy. Shaggy's a win. Shaggy's so you, a win. You can't lose a Shaggy. You really can't. Yep. Except that wasn't me thing. Come on now, dude. Just go ahead and plead. Just plead out. It was you. Come on. It was Shaggy. you. We got it on camera. Everybody saw it, dude. Forensic <laughs> forensic science exists, dude. Okay, get with the times. You, you, All you, right. You know it was you. So for okay. my last comic, I got one more. Okay, it's called Skull Digger, Skull Digger, plus Skeleton Boy. I'd never heard of this before. Okay, Pete, one of my guys, Cloak and Dagger. Hey boys, at Cloak and Dagger, um, recommended this to me. It Skull is and what boy? Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. This is the first issue. Okay, came out this week. Eighty-eight percent rating. Average three point nine out of um, five rating. Um, how do you explain it? There's a vi- the Skull Digger is a vigilante in a very dark city, so think like um, Gotham, but a little bit darker than Gotham, and um, it's creepy and crazy and funny. So it's, Skull it's pretty much Th- Def Lemire. So keep yes. that in mind. Yes. Think I did Black Hammer. Yeah. Yes. Creep, creepy, crazy, and funny somehow. Um, and his his assistant, his Robin, for lack of a better word, is a kid called Skeleton Boy. And they're both like, you know, dead. Did I need to throw that in? They're both dead. But it's amazing, and it's funny, and it's hyper violent, and they're like Batman and Robin of their city. But it's hilarious, and it's and good. But it's also violent, and it's by Dark uh, Mike Diodato did a variant yeah. cover for this, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's uh, absolutely Skull, gorgeous. Skull Digger looks like um, he looks like Crossbones, but um, actually he looks a lot like Crossbones from the comics. He does look a lot uh, like he, Crossbones. The, in, on this cover that I'm looking at right now by Mike Diodato, it reminds me of uh, David Finch's uh, cross, Crossbones. That's the green from, variant. Uh, That's the green variant cover you're talking about, right? Yes. 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 It does. It does. He looks but, pretty awesome. And uh, skeleton. It makes. I want to learn about this kid and like why why he's dead and hanging out with this. He guy. has. He has like, an interesting backstory. Absolutely. And please, um, it's by Dark Horse. Talk Lord to us about this next week. I want to hear more about this comic book. I won't read oh, what you told me. I will go into details about it next week. Um, right on. I picked it up and started reading this one, but I haven't finished it. But it's hilarious. Like I was laughing out loud while reading it. Like really, really out loud. Not just saying laugh out loud. Like people do on the internet. I was really. It's from it's from Dark Horse. So like that's it's from Dark Horse comics. Like I said, so it's it's pretty awesome. And um, that's my those are my comic recommendations for the week. So, but definitely Batman: The Last Night on Earth. Come on, guys, you're gonna read it anyway. Pick it up, read it. 
what? Please give it a shot. I got, I got like the, I think I got the first issue already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's I'm gonna, give it, I'm gonna try to give it a read tonight after I'm done working. All right, great, excellent. When it comes to video games, I have this only this one game. It's a, it's a shooter. It's an action shooter. It's called Demon Pit. Okay. It's. Uh, I haven't heard about it yet. You're pretty much like cleansing the souls of people, so you just go around just shooting people. Mm-hmm. It's on Xbox. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought it looked cool. It's on Xbox. Yeah. It's on the Switch. No, actually, Xbox, Switch, and PS4. I'm gonna okay. switch soon, so I'm probably gonna play this. Okay. See, I'm get, I'm doing getting one for Christmas, so. If uh, if they're any kind of co-op game, you and I gotta play together. All right. Sounds like sounds like a plan. It comes out at twenty fourth. Like it's not much to talk about. It's a shooter. Like it's it shoots it's just you, but like the theme, the theme to it looks awesome. Looks very metal. So okay, sounds the, the good. The thirteen the thirteen year old boy in me is very happy right now. So <laughs> that's kind of the whole point of this podcast, though, making the thirteen year old version of ourselves happy, right? Peter Pan, I mean, bless. That's me. Yeah. So. Is Peter is um, the Peter Pan complex is unisex, right? Is unisexual? Um, yeah, I've never heard of a female version of it, but so neither yeah. have I. Was that, is that be like the Matilda complex? Maybe I have to research into that. But either way, whatever it is, I've got it. I have no int- intention to. Why am I going to grow? Up? Come on, this morning. Adults are boring. I can't think of any like any character who didn't want to grow up as a female. Yeah, no, they don't have to get Nothing. a chance and. They don't often get a chance, and um, that's honestly what the first thing that popped in my head. If that's a whole other issue, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you okay. if you guys know of any story of like a female characters who like who yeah, used to grow up, please let us know. I'm curious. I'm very, and I read a lot, and I can't think of huh. one. Not one. Not one who just refused to grow up. No. Well, hmm. you know what? I guess I know what story I'm gonna be writing pretty soon. <laughs> okay. So you so are you done with your video games? Yeah, I think we're done. Okay, let me tell you. Wait, wait, wait. Wacky video game. Did you hear about the I'm Jesus Christ video game that's on Steam? Oh my yes. Yes. I was expecting <laughs> something about that because dude, really? And basically it's just walking through the desert. Oh, this guy wants some fish. Here's some fish. You got fish. Ladies, fine. Oh, okay. You're you're not blind now. It's there's really no gameplay? No. Um, if your health bar goes down, you die, and then you wake up in three days, of course. And then it was, it was, it was created by like religious people, so yeah. Well, yeah, but it's like put some thought into the game, like it's well, what, weird. What could you do with Jesus? What what else? What other kind of TV? I don't know. Well, when it, when they use ever you see the crucifixes, he's like ripped. He had to show him at a CrossFit section or something. He didn't get that ripped, you know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe uh, it's maybe, just like, weird. Like, it's just bizarre. People. But this is the thing. It was made by religious people, but their religious people are mad about it. Yeah. I thought that was so, weird, too. I heard, I heard about this on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me that uh, this game came out, and I was just, like, like baffled. Like, why would religious people be upset about this? Like, the evangelicals are bananas. Evangelicals, that's a better word to use. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I won't say religious because, you know, evangelicals are absolutely up in arms about this. Absolutely I up think- in arms. I figured, like, if any religion would be upset about, uh, you know, putting their deity into a video game, it'd be, like, you know, Muslims. Muslims, yeah, because it's an actual edict for them. You know, you can't depict their deity. Yeah, but no. 
No, it's it's the evangelicals are mad, and that's not it. There, it's not even a matter of depiction depicting him because you know they have pictures of him on T-shirts. Jesus is my homeboy, and all that kind of stuff. That's well, not I'm sure an he's issue in this game too. So. Yeah, but you know, oh, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, someone was making a joke this week because um, have you seen Kumal Najani? Yeah, I have not heard about this. No. Um, you know he's playing in Eternal and Marvel, right? He's playing oh, on the Eternals. Oh, from so they, they, Silicon Valley. Yeah, so they've they've Marvelized him. So he's Good Jack, time. like Jack. Yeah, Jack. he still has his face, but his but body he, is different. But he's very honest about. He's like, listen, this is not realistic. I would not be able to do this if, for the past year, I've had almost every my job has been to get jacked. They've paid for me to do training. They paid for my food. They paid for every, you know, I'm monitored, weighed, everything. This is does not come naturally. And anyone who tells you it's just, I just worked hard is lying to you. I, you have to do more than that. So I was, when he posted the picture, he said that on his Instagram caption. So people were making jokes about him and they were like, someone made the, you know, because there are people who are still two weeks behind on the meme. Well, no, people who are two weeks behind on the meme were um, posted a picture of um, a crucifix and they said, I'm going to tell my, kids that this was Kamal Najani, right? And so, you know, making a joke off the meme. And someone right. said, um, well, yeah, he's, he, because, you know, Jesus was jacked, just like him. And I'm like, well, you know, if you want to be technical, Kamal Najani actually looks, probably looks more like Jesus would have looked um, than the, he's depicted in popular media, because yeah, yeah. he was a man from the Middle East who was, you know, he was a Semitic man from the Middle East. Hello? He didn't have blonde hair, blue eyes, and well, no. oh, that's not that's not him. That's a Renaissance depiction of themselves. <laughs> so yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Everybody was all up in arms, and you know, why would you say something like that? Well, you know, he kind of looks he looks a lot more like Jesus than than your depiction of him. Than your your idea, of Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so that's the last of our upcoming stuff. So. Do you have a news story you want to discuss? Um, yeah, but we might take a break and come back and talk about that. Oh, I guess you need to breathe and stuff. Jeez, <laughs> like you're human or whatever. Wait, I gotta be a human being. Let me let me be human. Oh my god, go ahead, Ken. You can get a take take a human moment. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. All right, right. we'll be right back. <laughs> If you want more FTO content, check out our YouTube channel, or check out our Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. We always have new things, different all the time. Check out, leave some comments, or just drop us some questions at flippingtablesover at gmail.com. Thanks, and have a good one. Hey guys, D here. What are you doing? Are you watching TV shows? What TV shows are you watching? Let us know on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram page. We'd love to talk about it. Talk about it on the show. Talk about it on our new YouTube video channels. So let us know what you think or whatever it is that you're watching. Thanks and have a good one. Mm 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And we are back. Oh, yes. It feels so good to be back. My human break was awesome. Uh, well, you know, as a robot girl, I had to go and plug myself in for a quick charge. So I'm good, too. <laughs> Doesn't take that long, huh? Nope. I'm fast got, charging. Got some lithium batteries, some nice lithium batteries. There you go. Best on the market. <laughs> um, I'm going to let you start with news. I only have one article, so you go right ahead and go first. Well, I only have one article, and, you know, mine is also going to be partially a rant. I'm just warning you now. Okay, so do you know the name Maya Forrester? Have you no, heard it this I week? I think I do. Maya Forrester, um, she was a contract worker in the UK. She worked with a company, and um, she is a TERF. I feel comfortable calling her a TERF, and she's um, posted a bunch of transphobic tweets she since shut down her twitter account of course transphobic tweets um talking about you know if you're you in in order to be i don't even like repeating what she said but basically trans women aren't women blah 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 they they don't understand what it's like to be a woman you can't be a trans woman and be a feminist blah 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 all this different stuff um and so she fought she was when she got to the end of her work contract the company said we just choose not to renew your contract. They didn't fire her because she didn't work full time for them. She worked on a contract basis. And when it was time to renew the contract, she said, they said, we're not comfortable renewing our contract. You just don't know. So she sued. Um, well, not sued, but she went to mediation board the way you have to do it in the UK. You go to mediation board. Um, and they said, no, they were, they were within their rights. to. They didn't have to give you a reason because it was contract work. You weren't an actual employee. So um, she's, of course, saying she's oppressed and that they're only doing this because she's a woman and she's a feminist. I've been an ardent feminist and I don't know why they're beating up on me. Well, this was a big enough story, but it would have been it blew up this week because J.K. Rowland is now one of her biggest fans. Agreed with her. She posted on two days ago now and it said. Dress however you please. Call yourself whatever you like. Sleep with any consenting adult who will have you. Live your best life in peace, peace and security. But um, force women out of their jobs for stating that that genders are real. I stand with Maya. This is not a drill. Um, she posted a couple of other tweets that have since been deleted. But this one was screenshot before it was deleted. And so, like J.K. Rowling wasn't problematic enough at this point. Um, I, 
I I had just heard about this right mm-hmm. before we started a podcast. Like, uh, I heard someone say, "Well, since J.K. Rowling is canceled, can we talk shit about her uh, about her stories now?" I'm like, "What the fuck? J.K. Rowling's canceled? What the fuck just happened?" And yeah, like, well, J.K. Rowling's been problematic for a little bit. What um, else has she gone through? Well, a lot of people have problems with the fact that. As soon as someone pressed her, she said, oh, I'm an LGBTQ ally and all this stuff. And they said, well, it's funny. You had no open gay characters, not even adults in any of your novels. You had an opportunity to do that. And instead of saying, you know, they were children's novels. I didn't feel comfortable at the time as a writer. I've grown now. No, she decided to retcon. And so she did the whole Dumbledore's gay, but we never see him got, you know, get into a relationship type thing. And people had issues with that. And she's made right. some comments. Um, when the movie came out and when the one character, I can't think of her name off the top of my head, who was originally, she was black in the film originally, but when they put her in the arc in a later film that she was going to have a temporary relationship with um, Ron Weasley, they recast the character as white. Really? Now, I understand the actress could not... Um, come back for the role. Let me look this up. I know the actress couldn't return for the role, but why didn't they just get another black actress to play the character? Um, yeah. So, um, all right. Yeah. So a lot of people had a problem with that. And there have been a, a couple of other comments that she's made it, when it comes to LGBTQ rights that were just like a little, you know, a little off. And so, now with this one, she says she's a major ally, but trans women don't have the same rights. Um, and and she's saying this woman was forced out of her job. She wasn't forced out of her job for that. She her she contract just been renewed. renewed. Yeah. So and she was just expecting that her contract was going to be renewed. That's not how contract work works. And so I just want to reiterate, dude, um, trans women are women, trans men are men. You don't get to determine how someone else, else self-identifies. It's not your job. You don't get to determine that. Um, and no, a don't. lot of people, their argument that's was like, coming. I'm not going to say enough when you say that. Like, no, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's a horrible it's thing a, to tell people what you think they are when they tell what, what they are. Exactly. And so when someone, and, and a lot of the arguments that you get, well, biology is biology. First of all, you know nothing about biology. You haven't really studied it if that is your baseline argument without any kind because, of factual basis for... Because if you're saying that, you really can't know anything about it. You really can't know anything about biology. Secondly, um, even even if you don't get into gender, gender identity and all that stuff, even if you're a person who believes that, well, what about intersex people? Intersex people exist, just from a biological standpoint, before we get into the fact that people are, there. Are, there's a plethora of gender. Gender is a spectrum. Get over yourself. Science it, it, progresses. It and the science progresses. We didn't know. We may not have known that, but it's always. Why is this a new thing? It's not a new thing. Science is finally getting on board and catching up with the fact that now we understand what this is. But there have always been people who have been transgender. Always, as long as the Earth has been around, there have been, or as long as people have been on the Earth, there have been people who have been transgender. And what was, just what was that film that uh, that Eddie Redmayne was a part of, like the that. Dutch girl, the Dutch girl. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
And so for people to say it's never been, no, it's been going on for ages. Society has finally caught up with it, except for these Neanderthalistic people who decided they want to still live in the 18th century. Well, go back and live there. We've moved on. We're trying to move on. Get over yourself. And in some cultures, it's not a huge deal. It's not a huge thing. They don't understand why we make such a big deal about it. So this is my thing. If in and so people were talking about this. Well, you know, it's a mental disease. Body dysmorphic disorder is a mental disease. A, it's not a mental disease. But if you do have body dysmorphia and you feel like your body doesn't line up with your sex, do you know what the treatment for that is? The treatment for that is gender reassignment surgery. You nut. It's it's, it's not. It's, it's definitely it's, not shaming someone. Don't worry, like it's you're not what not you think you are. Someone. Exactly. So saying, well, you can't have the, you just need, we need to medicate you and convince you that you're not what you are. No, no, you're not enabling people to do that. You're freeing them when you, when they have a gen, gender reassignment surgery. It's ridiculous. Um, people don't just decide I'm going to have my gender reassigned. It is cost prohibitive. It is socially, there are so many costs behind it. A lot of people lose their families. A lot of people lose their jobs, which is still legal right now for them to get fired for that. A lot of people Still, lose their jobs yeah. because of that. Don't forget about the military. And the, mil- exactly. the American military. The military. So nobody goes into it and says, oh, I'm a boy. You know what, though? I think it would be cool to be a girl. Nobody does that. No one does that. There's a difference between someone who actually identifies, even gender fluid people. Nobody is going to say, I'm just going to be this because it makes my life so much easier. No, it's not easier. It's a struggle because because of narrow-minded, bigoted people like that who willfully choose not to understand that we are different and there's nothing wrong with people being different. And your narrow-minded life experience does not define the entirety of of human nature. What is that line in um, Shakespeare? There's more things dreamed up in heaven and earth than in in your philosophies, Horatio. There's so much more out there that we will never understand, that we can't understand if you don't open your mind and realize that people are different, and that difference can be absolutely beautiful. Don't be well, a bigot. I don't, I don't think a lot of the followers that are listening to this are like that. But no, 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 like- no, no, no. But I, the, but which is why I feel comfortable venting to them because they they feel us on this. They feel I'm us. Pretty on sure, this. like a lot of them are screaming to like screaming to their cars or uh, or yeah. telephones right now. So, yeah. yeah, but it's important that they hear this and know it's not get it's not we, we just when we think we make progress. There's narrow-minded people like this. She's got a platform. She could do so much good. So much good. How is it a threat for trans women to be acknowledged as women? How is that a threat to her life? Because she doesn't like it. That's, that's all it boils and, down to. And, and, and because you're not uncomfortable with it? I don't like clowns. We know. Anybody who's been listening for a while, if you're one of our new listeners, first of all, hey, how you doing? Um, I have a, a irrational... No, it's rational to me. To others, it's an irrational fear, disdain, disgust of clowns. Unless, of course, you're a clown who listens to the show. You're the exception. But I just, clowns freak me out. Would it be okay for me to say, you know what? Shazza doesn't like clowns. We got to outlaw clowns. No, that doesn't make sense. That makes no sense. So that's basically what they're saying here. Is I'm the, it makes me uncomfortable. Clowns make me uncomfortable. Clowns still get to be a thing. Don't be ridiculous. They're still they're like they're still people. Like what the hell? Yeah, they're people. They're not. Bo- they're not bothering you. They're not bothering. <laughs> and no, they don't want to come in here. They don't want to come in there so they can pee in the same bathroom as your little girl. Get over yourself. Nobody's having gender reassignment surgery so they can pee in the same bathroom as your kid. 
Come on. I I saw <laughs> I saw this uh, this video. I'm not sure if I talked about it already, but this uh, mm-hmm. this woman was in line. Trans woman was in line. Uh, turns out she was lesbian. I think I've already talked about this. The cop okay. pulled her out of line as for her identification the entire time, pulling her out of line. She was in line into where? The restroom. Yeah. And the cops are like, So it's the cops point to restroom check? I I didn't know that that was a thing in America. That really surprised me. Yeah. And this is my other question A, is it your job to do a restroom check? So did you ask everyone else in line for their identification? Because you have to ID yourself to restroom? That's ridiculous. Secondly, um, no, you know what that means? Some narrow mind. Bigot? police. Call the police. Someone call that police officer over there. Because I can't imagine them patrolling a bathroom? It's ridiculous. I just... Uh, it's infuriating. Sorry. It is. It, it's, it's very... It's very... Like, the, I know, like, when we talk about this kind of stuff, like, like the stuff that happens, I don't say much about it because I don't have the words to talk about how angry. Oh, I understand. I it's it's a it's a lack of the action because it seems like words are not sufficient. No, action is sufficient. That's why. Yeah. That's why, like, you know, if you follow FTO on, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter or Tumblr, mm-hmm. you see that like I'm doing nothing but posting things about all types of people, shapes and sizes. That's all I. We, that's it, like that's like my honest goal right now because I wasn't always like this. I was more. Uh, moderate or centrist kind of person who just like yeah whatever like people like just do what they want to do i don't really care like i hate america everything sucks people yeah suck. but you know what we can't afford to be centrist no we can't afford to be a centrist nowadays we can't afford to be a centrist because right now the way things are going if you're a centrist you're sitting on the fence and we damn sure can't afford to be fence sitters I, I hate to say that but you can't and like you can't, uh, you can't. I, we I don't have the privilege you, of that I don't. I get if you don't vote or if you don't want to vote. I understand that. I still think you probably should. But yeah. honestly, I used to be the person who didn't vote, and people used to tell me all the time, like, like, "Well, you can't say anything if you don't vote." Like, I don't believe in that philosophy. Like, you can't. I don't believe something. that philosophy. That philosophy. You yeah. you have a right to say something. I don't believe in that. But I mean, right. the, but like the... it's like it's like uh, say like say you're smoking weed with somebody, and like mm-hmm. the weed is like it's not good. Uh, you can't get upset because the weed is bad because you didn't put in on this. Like you, you didn't, didn't put in it, so you better like, just you, eat your food and move on, or choose not to eat it at much, all. Yeah, yeah. Like hey, I get it, you don't like it, right on. But you can't complain about it. You didn't pay for this. You didn't chip in. The fuck out. That's the way I feel about it. So it's like, okay, you know, you can complain about probably everybody has the right to complain. I I agree. Everybody has the right to get. Yeah. When we are at a point, we are in that we are in an axis right now. We are at a point, a turning point for our democracy, a turning point for the entire concept of democracy in America. It's being hijacked, and that's not hyperbole. It is being hijacked. So if Literally, we really, if we really, right now, yeah. Exactly. He's saying, I'm not an impartial. I'm not going to be impartial. I'm not. This isn't going to be a fair trial. He's going into it saying that. So anyone who says, and like we were talking earlier about the elephant in the room, anyone who says that I'm comfortable, just, you know, it'll work itself out. No, no, it's not going to work itself out. We have to work it out. It's not going to work itself out. 43 to 55% of people, like depending on who you ask when it comes to polls, did Mm -hmm. not vote. In did not vote. For the president. Did not vote. And, like, and this is where I, we I are now. I don't know how many like of you out there didn't vote. I hope some of you do this time. But uh, 
stuff like this happens when you don't yeah. vote. And like I get it, you may have like different views than we do. You may have different like, points and sides than you do. You may tune into this show just to hear like talk about all the new stuff that's coming out, like how we talk about come. And mm-hmm. I get it, but like you can't really get too pissed off about shit when like I'm constantly telling you everything is political, and I tell you why and how I think everything is political. And then like you don't see the politicization of shit inside the world, and then you get pissed off when shit doesn't work out the way you want it to. And if you look at the history of comics, and if you look at the history of comics, if you're a comic book fan, um, comics have always been on the forefront of being political. Always. Always. Especially when it came to, like, Stan Lee and, and, and his brother, they specifically made statements about things that... They weren't safe. It wasn't necessarily safe as two Jewish men in America at that particular time to say openly they made a lot of political statements through their comics. A lot of comics were like that. But as, as I was yeah. saying, I'm not the richest. I'm not the richest person in the world. I'm not, mm-hmm. and I probably never will be. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I deserve to have basic rights like everyone else. I deserve to have like you everyone know health care for myself and my family. I learned exactly. how, like, like a living wage, like for uh, for doing like the job that I do, even mm-hmm. if I didn't get a certain type of education that most people did. Mm-hmm. I deserve I deserve all those things. The basic rights that people deserve as human beings. Period. Because that's what I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not like just like the the black guy or like the black dude, and like you're not just like the like the, the black chick on mm-hmm. FTO podcast. We're fucking people. We're human beings. And, that, and that's the shit that people don't fucking understand. And by right of being human, we deserve basic human rights. And the things you named, that's basic. That's but basic. This is the shit the Constitution fucking talks about. And like exactly. people will like, will go up in arms about their fucking arms the, about, and like and fucking, about reproductive rights and shit like that. Well, when it comes to stuff like this, mm-hmm. like basic living shit, they don't give a fuck. And if it's and if it doesn't apply to you, if you're comfortable in your living position, if you're comfortable in your the color of your skin, and if you're comfortable and these things have never applied to you, it may not necessarily you you may not feel it right now. But you may if, want to it check applies, your privilege then. Exactly. That's that's very much a privilege. And that's all I was gonna say. We don't have the privilege of not thinking about this. We Even don't if have you that are a person of color. If you have yeah. all those luxuries in fucking life, you may want to check your fucking privilege. Exactly. Exactly. Those of us who don't or haven't always and have had to scrape, scr- struggle, claw to get it, don't, don't, don't do that. Because it's just because you're you in a good said, position that's my now. Wife. Yes. I work, I work two jobs and I got three kids. And like, don't give me some shit like, well, you shouldn't have had those fucking kids. Don't that's say some crap. shit like no. that about. That's no. that's disgusting to say about anyone about their fucking Anybody's family. Children. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, I have this and I love this. And I, I work hard for what I fucking have and what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. I don't need anyone else telling me, like, the stuff that I have, like, what well, I should have made different choices in my life to get to a different point than what I have. Or, I need to pull myself up on my fucking bootstraps and get myself in, like, a better position to but help see, myself first and my of family. All, that bootstrap argument is absolute bullshit. And everybody can kiss my ass. Most of the people who, who say that type of thing came from generational wealth and privilege. So Margaret they Thatcher have the right. They have the right to fuck off. Margaret Thatcher can absolutely fuck off. And I'm going to tell you, I was so proud of Britain on the day that she died. Okay, I don't know where those people are right now with Brexit. We're not going to get into Brexit because my eyeball will explode. But on the day that she died, people made a concentrated effort 
to request the song Ding Dong the Witch is Dead so that it would be number one on the charts. And it was number one on the charts the day that she died. It hadn't been played in years. I mean, come on. It's from a movie film from what, 1950 something? Ding Dong the Witch is Dead charted number one because that's how people felt about her. That's how people felt about her. And our current political climate is Thatcherism in a different package. It really is. Like, just like in America, it's McCarthyism in a different fucking package. Exactly. Exactly. So people are thinking that things change. Listen, things aren't going to change unless you learn history. And most Republicans, especially rich, rich fucking white people or rich like people of color, don't give a shit about fucking history because they look yes. over in their eyes right now. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're on the top. Living absolute I literally, I literally heard this uh this this topic about um people in Colorado because they just got like got some snow out there and no in Seattle and they just got their snow out in Seattle and people are out like on the slopes talking about like who cares about impeachment? Like I'm having fun having fun going skiing right now. Like I don't even care about that. He did nothing wrong. Who cares? And see, this is now now I have I, I'm so excited because no matter what comes out about impeachment, right? He has been impeached. Can't full stop. That will, There will always be an asterisk besides his name. It will always be a black spot on his name. My problem is this that I'm kind of concerned about, though. This is the only thing I'm concerned about impeachment. I don't know if it's going to happen, him being actually voted out because of the Senate. And we know well, it's so harshly stacked. I'm also a little afraid of it happening. Because... Pence? If it happens before the election, Pence. But this is the thing, and I'm not saying Pence is, no, no. The, what I'm saying is this. Pence would get the vote, for the Christian vote, and they would be able to, they could set aside their issues with Trump, and they'd say, Pence is a good Christian guy. I have no problem with voting for him. Well, he's actually a little too Christian when you think about it. Oh, yeah, he's he's hard. He's absolutely hard. But, but my point but is, the mod- they would be comfortable with voting for him. The moderates would never go for Pence. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit yeah, I don't. I, I, I can't see. I can't see the moderates voting for Pence. I could never. I see hope that. not. I hope not. Or the or the centrist. The centrist, yeah, I don't. I don't think the centrist would. But the moderates, eh, I don't know. I hope not. 
But I hope I don't think it's gonna get to that because, like we said, the Senate is stacked. Senate is stacked. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's gonna get impeached. I, I would and, like to see him, but get like you know get formally impeached and removed. But I don't think it's yeah. gonna happen. And I know this is supposed to be a final thought, but let me say real quick: Tulsi Gabbard, fuck off. You don't get to say present on something on a vote that important. You don't get to say abstain on a vote that important. What the actual hell? Pick a side. What this, are this you? This is actually like all of what we're talking about goes into like uh, my news topic, which is political. Sorry, I know, go ahead. Do you, you, you talking about political? It's fine. Really? Like all, all this was connected to what I was talking about anyway. So that's why, like, I just I just kept on going with it. Everything political. Debbie Debbie Dingle. Okay. Yeah. The representative because her husband yeah. passed away of John Diggle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she she took over for her husband's spot after he passed away, and mm-hmm. Trump pretty much said, "Uh, I I hope I hope your husband in, is in hell because you went against me." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then no, he 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 sent so many tweets. Did you mention the part where he said, "After I was nice enough to let him um, get a congressional, you know, um, funeral with honors?" No, he earned that, dude. Yeah, you, you didn't give him anything. He earned that. Yeah, like he's, it's kind of like all those problems that he say he fixed, but he's the one that caused him. Right. He used the same talking points when um John McCain died. Yep. I can't believe he like, was like I didn't want to put the flag down, half mass. Yeah. yeah. In spite of how he treated me, I was gracious enough to allow. You didn't allow anything. However, you felt about John McCain, and he had a lot of problems. Listen, that man was a prisoner of war. He earned that. Yeah, you know all all things you can say about John McCain, you can say them, but you know. He, yeah, you he, say he, all he things. deserved it. Like I, I didn't shed a tear when John McCain died. I'm not. No, like, not at all, not at all. But what I'm saying is this. You the, the honors that he earned as far as being having been a prisoner of war and a war hero and all of that stuff can't take that away from the man. So you, know, you, so you yeah. you 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 didn't do anything. He bled for that. You didn't do anything. And the one honorable thing I will say, they gave him because of his rank and his father was a ranking officer in the military. They offered to release him. He said, "I'm not going to be released until my other guys get released." Everyone else so comes out, but that's so, respectable. So, so yeah. that, so if nothing else, I can respect that. So he earned that, as far as I'm saying. And I will say, like, I'd also go into this, uh, this Dingle, the John Dingle thing. When Trump <laughs> yeah, said sorry. This. He said mm-hmm. this at a rally, and it was mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. And now evangelicals are asking, some evangelicals are asking for Trump to step down because he said that. Yeah. This just happened. Right. This is like, this is breaking news that just happened. Yeah. Like, he some evangelicals not- asking to step down because he said at- those words. Yeah, that's been going down. And then you know Christianity Today, what happened with Christianity Today, right? Is something big magazine. Christianity Today is the magazine that was started by Billy Graham back in the day. It was his flagship magazine for his entire life. Um, he was an editor for years and years and years, and it was his flagship magazine. Um, they came out saying that Trump needs to be removed from office. Holy hell. Yeah, that happened yesterday evening or either early this morning. I read it at like three o'clock in the morning. So it happened sometime overnight. Yeah, they said That's he needs not. to be they, they wrote a big article. You can look it up. It's on there's a link to it on Twitter. I'll send you a link to it. But um and there's a hashtag that's going right now, Christians against Trump. When you send it to me, I'll put it in the show notes so everyone else can see it too. Okay, I'll send it to you. Um yeah, so um so Christianity Today, which was founded by Billy Graham, who 
I mean, people say whatever you want. Billy Graham is really the reason we have the evangelical. He was a part of that planning of getting more of us in, or more of them into into political positions. But anyways, um, with that National Day of Prayer and all of that stuff. But yeah, so his people are coming out and saying, yeah, he needs to retire or needs to resign. Yeah, let me pull up Christianity today. I'll send it to you over Twitter. Yeah. Um, We talked about all this. Um, Did you have a final thought? Um, My final thought, (laughs) we can't stop fighting. We can't get tired. We we, we can't get tired. Um, We have to fight this. It's easy to get there. And like since uh, since Trump has been impeached, and I know like he's getting tired, like because you know he's not saying as much right now. Like and different news are taking over, and like he's not flooding like the news scene. Everyone's having fun during the holidays and all that stuff. But you're right, we can't get tired. We can't get tired. And listen, as a woman of color in the United States, listen, sometimes I'm always tired. I've definitely yeah. been tired the past three years. I've been tired for three years, but we have to keep going. So I won't say don't get tired. We're all tired, but we have to go anyways. Remember that, that, that tweet I posted about that, me being in the parking lot? It was a black guy who did yeah. that, too. Dude. Yeah, dude, he, looked, really? he looked right up. I said hi to him, waved my hand, and, like, he it, he walked more like the four steps and honked his car horn. That's crazy. That's it, crazy. It hurt. It hurt. And, like, then, like, then dude, like, wanted to say what he wanted to say. He wanted, like, like you said, he wanted to gaslight me. Yeah. And I and I and that's what that pissed me off to no end. I'm sorry, that absolutely pissed me off. And um, I, it, it, I think sometimes it's worse. It, yeah, it is. It's worse when it comes from our own. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Like uh, I, I, I literally said hi to the person, and now I get sometimes when I say hi to people and no one says hi back. Like I've I've grown accustomed to that, but like that yeah. shit there, yeah, that shit. That shit hurts. Like when people yeah. do that, that hurts a lot. Because yeah. that is an out. And my husband gets that sometimes. He's like I said, he's the biggest teddy bear in the world. But he's a big guy, tall, big, um, kind of muscular, you know, guy with um dark skin, very dark skin. And every now and again, you'll get people who will like hold their women to hold, clutch their purse closer to him if he walks by. I usually get and, that, or like women yeah. who grab their kids closer to him. Yeah, grab their kids closer to them. And it's yeah. like, dude, we don't want your children. I'm a, I'm a human being, man. I'm not you some know? fucking criminal. Seriously, he's a bit of Boy Scout troop leader. He's a freaking Eagle Scout. He doesn't need your kid. Like, what's your kids? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just stop. Just stop. But it's, it's wondering about something like if a white person was walking by, would they still do some shit like this? Would they still do that? And and we've talked about this, you know, and it, as as being a black woman. Early episodes, I, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about this in early episodes. The the I get the you're too aggressive, you're talking too loud, or you're using your height against me, or dude, sit down. <laughs> yeah, or they get intimidated yeah. by your hair. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But like this, this is why we turned a nerd, and this is why we talk about like comics and video games and shit like that. It's like to to help us, like uh, I wouldn't say escape this stuff because you know how I feel about escapism, but like to at least no. feel a certain way about. It like, is the a world. place where we can sit and relax for a few minutes, yeah. and then go back and fight. It's, it's more like sandbox fun, if anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 good. It's a good place to have. It's a and good that, place. That, to have. that takes me into my final topic. And like okay. My final my final thought. I always talk about fandom. I always talk about nerdum. And I just read this uh, lovely art article by IG Nine, uh, IO Nine, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I'll put it in show notes also, but it pretty much talks about uh, fandom and what it is and what like, the, the what it's been through. But like, the mm-hmm. final takeaway was, and like this is one of the quotes in the article, is that uh, fandom isn't a monolith. And that's what it's talking about yes. most like that. Like there are different forms of fandom. Like there, there are people, and I, I talked about this before you joined the show. I mm-hmm. mean, you may have heard it if you were some of the early episodes. Oh like, yeah. Uh, they're different types of nerds. They're lawyer nerds. They're doctor mm-hmm. nerds. They're like they're nerds of a, a board game. They're nerds of, of a, a stand. Yeah. yeah. All different types of nerds. And like it's not a monolith. It's not like one thing. And like I do think that some people find the type of nerdum, then they, they see like what the majority of people are doing inside that and they, they follow that culture and they stick to it and they become that. And some people some people just want to find their way inside of it, but they get shunned because that gatekeeper shit pops up and like if you're not like a certain way mm-hmm. you get kicked out of the fucking culture and yeah. that's, pretty, that's pretty much what the article was talking about it was talking about like finding your community or making more community that people can be I was a just part of in community. and I think that's what I'm trying to do right now I think I'm trying to like, yeah. create like just, just slow down just be yeah. calm like be cool with people and I hate to use this word because people have so politicized it but this needs to be a safe place for us this needs to be this a place a where we place. could just, that's what I'm saying. This is a safe place for us where we could just be whatever our differences, whatever our weirdness is, whatever our quirks, whatever our nerddom is, you're welcome here. That's why, like, I'm pretty sure you guys being been by Nuck. I try to meet everyone halfway. Even, like, oh, when yeah. I was talking about last episode when it comes to uh, the, the loot. Like, uh, yeah. you picked up on that. I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah. People don't care to see nudity when it comes like the cosplay. I get it. Yeah. And that's fine. It's not your thing, but you don't have to. Just don't. Make people feel bad for it. Don't judge people for it. Just no. don't. If you don't like it, move on. Move but, on. Move and on. like, if you and if you don't like it, but you think like like the cosplayer does like some really cool stuff when they're not doing new lose, let them know let that. Know what you like, yeah. Look but at the stuff. Nothing wrong with that. Just past. pick and choose your fucking battles. Scroll, scroll, scroll past the loots. That's my thing. If you don't like them, they have other stuff. Scroll past that. <laughs> scroll past. There you go. Hashtag yep. scroll past. Yep. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, I love that. I love the fact that like you put. I always think about Starfleet. I know. I always come back to this. I always think about but, like that's like that's like the, the Pentium. That's the Pentium. That's what that is. I think that's why, and that's why so many of us became Star Trek fans. Because we saw that human beings wanting to be better, not necessarily being perfect, but constantly striving to be better with every different type of, and I want to say person, but not even that, every different type of species. Being, just a being. being. Yeah. And it was like learning to, to live together, learning to love together, learning to function and embracing each other. And I just watched an episode of Star Trek where uh, where Worf's older brother showed up, and like he yeah. he called uh, the the words of Starfleet dogma, so that, that gives me like a different type of insight of like how some of the people in the universes see yeah. the Starfleet as like you know mm-hmm. a mantra or a saying. But at the end of the episode, like Starfleet was right about like not getting themselves right involved that. in culture that don't understand. Because yeah, when yeah. you get yourself involved with shit like that doesn't understand you, usually some bad shit's gonna fucking happen. Yeah, you're gonna open yourself up to all types of danger. So you know, some type of validation. Like when I when I block people or ban people from like any FTO site, mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm in the right to fucking do so because like dude, okay. like 
See, this is the thing. This is a safe space if you have good intentions. If you're coming in in good faith and you have good intentions, we don't have to agree on everything. Mm-hmm. But you have to be coming in good faith. So if you're coming to stir trouble, if you're coming to make people feel bad, if you're coming to gaslight, there's no room for you. And but like, if you're com- also, like uh, okay. when we were talking about trans people, like, yes. like the, like the, so like say like, you know, I just don't like trans people. Well, why don't you like trans people? Well, like I think it's wrong. Well, like, you know, you kind of tell me like, like you think being a person is wrong, man. Like, I don't think you can stick around saying some shit like that. No. No, I got I got trans people that like that that are listening to my fucking podcast and they're mm-hmm. on my platform. I can't have you around. Well, I don't think they're a person. They don't like that. Yeah, and I'm sorry. We're not gonna and we're not gonna subject listeners to that. They don't deserve I, that. I can't do that because no. I know what that fucking feels like. Exactly, exactly. If you've ever been in a position where you've been treated less than human by anyone, if you haven't, that's called privilege. If we like, we have. You understand. You don't want to see anybody treated like that. And that's why we say, like, white people all the fucking time. That's why we say the words, white people do stuff like this. This is white people shit, because a lot of white folks need to understand, like, you can't do shit like this, dude. That's, yeah. that's the fucking privilege that we're talking about. Like, and say, like, what you're doing is bad, and you're making other people feel bad by doing it. In the argument, like, if someone says, oh, okay, well, you privilege you know you have white privilege oh well white privilege isn't a thing i grew up poor too it's not about your resources not about what you actually have it's about how you're perceived it's about how you walk into a room how you are perceived how you're perceived differently you already have the advantage of being perceived as non-threatening non-whatever and if you you have to violate that into order to not be trusted you are trusted by default i've heard you are the default they use a comparison when it comes to white privilege. Mm-hmm. They uh they talked about golf. Like when you're playing the game of golf and you get a handicap. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're not good at the game, you get a couple of handicaps, and that helps you out in the game. That's what white privilege is like. You're That's born with a couple of handicaps. Like. Yeah, what handicaps? Yep. I don't get any handicaps. I gotta play the game nope. just like everyone else fucking does. I don't have like any kind of mulligans or shit like that nope. that have thrown at me. We were born like without mulligans. People, even we if they're poor white people, they get that. Yep. Just by the fact of generally when you walk down the street, people don't hold their purses closer. Generally, exactly. when you walk down the street, people don't lock their cars. And you have exactly. the privilege of thinking, oh, well, maybe it wasn't about race or maybe it wasn't because you look this way. You have the privilege of thinking that. We don't. There you fucking go. Yes. You have that fucking privilege to think like that. I don't fucking have that. Yep. Huh. Thought it feels good to get out. Get it out, now take a breath. Because <laughs> I hear that little vein on the side of your head going. <laughs> uh, it's more. It's for me. Like since I'm a singer, like it's uh, it's a throat game. Oh, I, oh, okay. That's there yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> so yeah. And, uh, and the art there, the art and there. Dude, dude, let me tell you. You sent me that link. You got some chops. Yeah. Like you yeah, got yeah. really have a set of stripes. That was like. What? Yeah, that was amazing. I'm pretty, I'm pretty badass. I thank you. you appreciate it. If you guys want to check out my band, my old band, it's called Tears of yeah. Ash. Um, oh I forget the name of the song. More than flesh and blood can bear is the name of the song. I think it was. Yeah, I that was something. I I like that. Or as my little brother said, that slapped. I'm serious. That was that was, I was awesome. You like you have legit. Yeah. 
And I sang for a long time. I sang different music from you, but you can tell a good voice no matter what. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. So I was blown away. I was quite, I'm already impressed, but I was quite impressed. I'm a so jack of all trades. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, see that I, I put my fingers in a lot of shit. I still haven't yeah. got to where I want. I have too many things. You need to stop doing that. Wash your hands. That'll leave a smell. But anyways, um, I'm sorry. I'm I like that. that. I haven't heard that before. I like that. But yeah, I, I, I like, I, I'm a person who I have to be excited. I have to be, you know, things that energize me. I got to get into right. them. So yeah, I have a lot. Thank you. That I love you so. It means a lot. I appreciate that. I'm glad you feel that way. Well, are we I done? I think, I think we are. That's like long last. Oh my gosh! Okay, I well, like, okay. And no interruptions. Not like not like 15 different commercial breaks. Well, no. you guys got lucky. <laughs> this was smooth. You guys lucked out today. Um, so we will be. We will have a show next week. Don't worry. Nope. You're not gonna have to do without us. We will be here <sighs> next week. Like always, if you have any kind of questions, like uh, send it to us, flipping tables over at gmail.com, or just hit us up in the DMs, man. We're fine on yep. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, FTO, Nerd Talk. Yes, and Abler Chick on Twitter because I love Nothing. and I'll talk to everybody. Like, if you send me something, if you're respectful, I'll talk back. I love uh, just to Just to let you know, uh, Shaza may be featured on some different uh, interviews through FTO in the future. Uh, so will I. It'll probably be more like in the, the February, March type season because right now I'm take, I'm personally taking a break from doing interviews with anyone else because uh, <laughs> my equipment is not where I want it to be. <laughs> so, so we're getting yeah. up, we're we're getting up with that. So yeah, yeah, guys. And speaking of equipment, leave ratings on your yeah. platforms wherever you see it: Stitcher, Apple. Um, Spotify, wherever you listen to us, please, it does us a world of good. We know everybody won't be able to be a patron. We know everybody won't be able to help out financially. That helps sponsors want to come onto the show. So if you want to hear our our dulcet tones selling you awesome products, and I promise you they won't be for Coke Industries because they suck, please, please. a lot of industry, especially ones that support Trump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. No, so I, I literally yeah. just avoided Wendy's because I was like, nope, not going to Wendy's. Nope. They're, they're going Trump to supporters. There you go. So you know, guys, help us out. Just click that. I know it takes a minute for you to sign on if you don't have an account. It's a minute. Just give us a minute. Come on. And Thank it goes the same, the same thing goes for all like the questions I post too. If you guys have a question, yeah. you want me like that to turn it into a meme and like post it off for everybody. I'm more than happy to do that because yeah. I or if you got an interesting question that you want us to answer on the air, you know, oh, we God. might even do an AM we might even do an AMA coming up soon. You know? AM AM AMA? Ask me anything. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I think it'll be before. interesting. Even You're like a little well of knowledge. You know <laughs> I just read a lot. Okay. okay. And I'm online a lot. So, but yeah. <laughs> So look for one of those in the future. I just came up with that. We haven't discussed it. We're, we'll do one in the future. We'll do one. It'll okay. All right. So, yeah. You got me. Send us questions <laughs> occasionally. We'll, you know, answer them on air, especially if they're interesting. Try to stump All us. Right. So. All right. Good. Take so, it easy, guys. All right. Hear you guys next week. This is John DeGoria, the CEO from Movie Lovers and TV Lovers Unite. And you're listening to FTO Nerd Talk. You can find me on Facebook by searching Movie Lovers 
slash TV Lovers Unite. You can also find me on Twitter at John, J-O-H-N, DeGregorio, D-I, capital G-R-E-G-O-R-I-O, or at Movie Lovers Unite, and on Instagram at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.